down your baby and pick up a beer. Dad Jokes is back with a brand new episode. I'm Jerry, joined here with Brandon, and you're listening to the podcast of two first-time dads going through the journey of fatherhood with all of you listening. But Brandon, we might still be first-time dads, but we're kind of veterans now. You got a one-year-old, I got a 10-month-old, and I feel like the more and more we've been doing this, I, I don't know that I feel like a new dad anymore. I kind of feel like a veteran. I don't know about you. I never thought I'd be this parent, Jerry, but the minute you said one-year-old, I wanted to immediately correct you and say, no, he's 13 months. <laughs> I, I, swore, I swore I wouldn't be that person. So, yes, I have a one-year-old who's counting. But, no, we're, we're vets in the game. It, 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 it's crazy to think about. It is crazy to think about, you know, this is our 56th episode, which means we've been doing it for over a year now. And like I said, uh, we're, I mean, I'm close to that one year old as well, or 13 month old or whatever, whatever. she's, she's getting big. Um, but before we get into all that, Brandon, uh, dad joke, you want to go first or second today? I'll let you pick. Well, I have two jokes prepared, Jerry. One is definite PG 13. Okay. Like, it's it's towards the 13 14 15 range <laughs> you you might make a face when you hear it the other one is funny and both of them are topical they have to do kind of with, with the halloween theme i'm doing halloween all october i got a halloween joke Which too uh oh uh, now i'm nervous to get the same joke well That'd i know be, you we've never done that the first one okay we well the first one. you give me you give me the pg one and then maybe okay. i'll give you one and then we'll finish the day with your your rated R. <laughs> We're calling it the rated R joke. So well, go ahead. If give it me tells the you anything, I, Alex from Alex from work oh, gave no. me the the PG thirteen slash R. He's but barely thirteen. I came home. <laughs> I came home and Kelsey gave me the exact same joke. She thought it was funny. So um, let's go with the PG to start because I guarantee this is the one you have. How can you tell a vampire is sick? Uh, they're pale. He's coughing. Ah, oh, that's good. That's not mine. Are you ready okay. for mine? Or do you want to? Let's, let's, let's do mine. Yeah, let's, let's do mine. Let's get it. All right. You're, you're ready for it. Okay. This one, I got to say, this is compliments of our friend Jason Schoen, who was on the show before. So okay. he texted me this one earlier in the week. I told him I use it. It's topical. It's Halloween. It's also kind of funny. So, Brandon, why don't monsters eat ghosts? Hmm. Oh, you jerk. This is my PG-13 one that Alex and Kelsey gave me. So shout out to Jason. Everybody must watch the same TikTok. Uh, Do you want me to say the answer? Go ahead. Because they taste like sheet. That is exactly right. (laughs) He gave it to me. I thought you were going to poo-poo that. It was was good. Alex almost told you earlier in the week. So I don't have another joke to say. We did them both early on. We might have to come hey, across one up. as the show goes on, but that's funny. Sure no, I thought I that one was one. good. That one was that one was pretty good. I like that one. Also, that, you know, random. That thought was my here. favorite one. So that wins just for the record. <laughs> that's the one I really wanted to go with. Um, yeah, I, I, it's a good joke. But hey, something random I just thought of is is I, I you know we have a ton of books we like to read in this household, and one of the books that we have is a book about halloween it's called spooky pookie i don't know if you guys have that book at home spooky pookie yeah it's a little pig and he's trying to figure out what to dress up for halloween but he decides at the end to be a ghost and i don't know what popped in my head but that was um my nephew's favorite book for a long long time so they actually got it for me uh for peyton i should say and so we've been reading spooky pookie we read it i think yesterday or the day before so it's a good one it's short 
Um, you know, you guys have the Going to Bed book. It's the same person yes, who wrote that book. Yeah. yeah, it's the same exact person okay. who writes that book. So. Uh, kind of the same style. It's a cute book. So if anyone at home is listening, that's a piece of baby gear right there. Spooky Pooky. It's a it's a pretty good board book. It can't be more than a few dollars, I gotta imagine. So well, I feel like every night when I when we're putting Bryce to bed, there's a new Halloween book sitting or three sitting on like the, the nightstand right next to his bed. So I'm pretty sure we have at least seven or eight Halloween books. I've read at least four of them. So we'll, uh, you guys, we'll have to add Spooky Pooky to that collection. <laughs> do you guys have the Michigan Halloween book? Yes, we do. Actually. That one's good. That's that really, was actually that's a good. Really good book. I we got that's that one really the other day, book. and I actually was I liked it. I thought it was good because some of those are just kind of you know they get you sucker you in. They're like, oh, it's Michigan. Yeah. I live in Michigan. I got to buy it. But um, that one did not disappoint. So that was a good one. But what else is going on, Brandon? What's the week of Bryce and the Banks household been like? So this week wasn't really as eventful as weeks we've had in the past. Um, a couple quick hitters. All of his 12-month clothing has been packed in totes and is downstairs in storage, which is kind of crazy to think about. He's he's in the 18 to 24-month. He's been in 18s for a while. He's really he's kind of in, a, in an in-between stage right now where some 18s he may be a little bit too big for, and the 24 months are just like – they fit, but they hang too low. Um, so he's always like dragging the, the bottom, um, which can be an issue with someone who's trying to like pseudo walk uh, or, or climb on stuff because floors are slippery. With that said, he's still not walking. Um, it it's, it feels like we're in the same spot we've been in for the past few weeks. Um, but like I've been saying, I could, I feel like I could come in here tomorrow and be like, hey, my parents just told me that he started walking while we while he's at their house uh, or it might be three weeks from now that he, he does it. So we'll, we'll see. Um, he still has a runny nose. It seems like th- for the m- most part, his, uh, his sickness has gone away But that, that I, I told myself, this is the little sidetrack <laughs> and I might get judged for this, but nothing drove me more insane as someone who did not have kids. than like the little like toddlers you'd see, with like crusties around their nose, and I'd be like, "Why?" Like it'd be little kids running around our church with that. I'm thinking to myself, "How come these parents just don't teach these kids either to wipe their nose or just keep it wiped for them?" It just never. It always occurred to me that it was a preventable issue. This is the first real instance I've had with Bryce and his nose constantly running, and I want to apologize for this internal, <laughs> uh, <laughs> like battle I've been having, an argument I've been having with these people's parents. I get it, like, and I'm I'm getting it quick. Because his nose does not stop running. You can you can wipe it off, and immediately it's like just a river coming down, which people don't really want to hear. But nonetheless, I feel your pain. Um, and the other, just another quick hit, he he's starting to be harder on my parents with his second nap. Um, so it's something where uh, I'm, gonna, I'm kind of going to talk to my parents tomorrow uh, when I drop them off about some strategies we might be able to, to tackle. Um because he doesn't seem to have as much trouble with us at home, like on the weekends, um, but we definitely feel the effects of it. So if he that first nap, he, Brandon, this is the, that's the political way of saying, "Hey, parents, what are you doing?" I, that's that is <laughs> exactly great. what I'm saying. Um, but that's exactly how you got to tackle it too. <laughs> it it is. I mean, you're they're right. Doing a, they're you're doing us a huge right. favor, and it's the thing. Like, let's be honest. They know they know him just as well as we do. They yeah. know when they know when he's sleepy, 
They know when to put them down in the morning. I just don't I don't know what the difference is, but we got to figure it out because <laughs> when he gets when he gets home and he hasn't had that second nap, he's basically going from like noon to seven thirty, eight o'clock without sleeping. And once five o'clock hits, which is around the time dad starts coming home, his mom normally picks him up around four. That's a that's a different dude. He's he's <laughs> he's tired and cranky. And on top of that, it's, it's it's time to eat, so it's the combination of them. So we yeah we gotta we gotta figure it we gotta figure that out together. Um, speaking of eating, the the kid is very choosy with food right now, which is so I've said up to this point every week has just gotten better. After he had like nine months, it just feels like every week has gotten better. This last week was ju- was amazing. It was better, but it, it got close to not being as as great as the week before because between <laughs> him being picking and choosing with his food, all the snot running down his nose, and him not taking that second nap and being cranky, it's he's giving us a run for our money a little bit. But it's still a great week. I like it. I like it. Yeah, our week was was kind of up and down. Um, so. Everything as a parent seems to go by sleep, right? That's how your week goes usually. You get a lot of sleep. It's a great week. You don't. It's a bad week. <laughs> and and that's kind of been our week up and down. And so, if, oh, man, it must have been five, six nights ago or even right after we recorded last time, Brandon, Peyton had a horrible night. And it was kind of like one of those things where you're frustrated. You're like, what is going on? Where did this horrible night come from? Um, but the next day we kind of noticed that she has her first tooth on the top coming through. And it was like, okay. This makes sense now. Now, the last time she got a tooth, and you might remember, Brandon, she had like a fever, and it was real bad. She had like a really high fever. She didn't feel good for like three, four days. It was a whole thing. This time, it's been different. She hasn't really had a fever. She seems to be mostly okay during the day, Um, like not super cranky. She'll have happy moments. She'll have cranky moments, but she's pretty good during the day. But at night, it's been kind of crazy. She had a couple good nights, but she's had some horrible nights. And last night was one of those horrible nights. She woke up multiple times. She was up literally from 11 until 2 in the morning at one point for three hours straight. Could not get her to go to sleep no matter what. We tried to do everything. I tried. Macy tried. We brought her in bed for a little bit. Nothing helped. Um, She eventually went down. And then she still woke up same time as normal. It's not like she slept later. Um, But I got to believe it's the tooth that's doing it to her. So it's been an up and down week as far as that goes. Um, other things, she is walking along everything and moving really well. She can even kind of stand without support. But the, the crazy part is, Brandon, and I don't know if Bryce did this, she does not want to stand with your help. Like if I try to help her walk or grab her hands, she will sit down instantly. But she will stand and crawl on everything. Like, she wants to be standing all the time, but she does not want mom or dad to help. She'll use the walker and, and stand, but the second that, like, me or Macy try to help her, or like, hey, let's try to see if we can... Nope, she's done. She's like, no, I don't want to do that. What are, you, what are you doing? Bryce didn't sit immediately, but he definitely will... He'll think it's playtime, so he tries to jump around, but he, he kind of takes assistance. It depends on what kind of mood he's in and if he slept or took yeah, she, a second. She now. doesn't, which makes it hard to, like, kind of, like, try to get her to get in that action um but she she's she's doing good there um you know it's she's the funny part too is before we would have her kind of by us and she'd either want to be next to you or playing with her toys at all times like if she's out that's what she wants to do play with her toys entertain herself play with mom or dad she's starting to get to that age where she wants to explore 
which I never had to worry about until this last week, it seemed like. Now she wants to go oh, down the hallway. There. Yeah. She wants to go in the bathroom. She wants to go in the laundry room. She wants to, and I mean quick, too. And you, you, you turn around for a second, she's halfway down the hallway. You're like, where are you going? So that's that's new. So we put up a couple more baby gates because that's starting to become a little bit of a fear, if you will. Um, and then the last thing is she's definitely at peak mom status, meaning if mom's not home, she loves dad. In fact, she prefers dad to anyone. She likes to hang around. She's great. But if mom's around, golly, if she can see mom and I try to hold her right now, it's not she's you would think I'm stabbing her. She wants. Do you find she's more whiny with mom around? Yes, a hundred percent. Not even close. If mom's not around, she almost isn't. It's it's rare she's cranky. I feel like, but if mom's around, she whines just to whine. I feel like a hundred percent. Like I can hang out with Bryce for hours and mm-hmm. rarely hear him. He, he might like whine if something is typically wrong. Like he either pooped, right, or he's he, hungry. Or he's hungry. Yep. Like, but it it he is mainly. And now I'm saying all this to say. He also could care less if I'm there. Like he, he cares to a degree. He wants me to be in the general vicinity, but he he does not care if I'm interacting with him at all. He could he he'll come over and like check my pulse every once in a while. There's <laughs> a way I look at it. But if Kelsey is around, like she can literally walk in the door from being gone, and the whining starts almost immediately. It is it is insane. Agreed. But on the other end, there have been times, especially this last week, middle of the night, he'll wake up almost in like a panic, like screaming. I can't get him to calm down and save my life. And I'll, I'll have to, I, I've been like resistant to do it cause I respect her sleep. But this last time I just, I woke her up. I was like, dude, I can't get him to stop crying for, he saw her and stopped crying basically. So we're almost like, like the he, opposite though, because like, I feel like when Peyton's upset and Macy's around, like if she just wants mom, she's fine. But like, if she's actually like upset in the middle of the night, Mom almost makes it worse, where, like, I can kind of get her to calm down. She's like, oh, Dad's here. I'll go to sleep. (laughs) Mom's here. Oh, I'm just going to need Mom to, you know, I think she wants her to hold her, right? But, like, if I'm around, she's like, oh, okay, I can go back to bed. But, yeah, I agree 100%. (laughs) If if Mom's around, she's way, way whinier. Like, it's funny because we work every other weekend, and the weekends Macy works, and I'm around Peyton, so it's just me and her a lot. I feel like she's usually in a great mood the whole weekend and good, but it seems like when me and Macy are both home – she's crankier and she has like some of her worst days because i think she's just i I don't know she's overwhelmed or but she she tends to behave more poorly when we're we're both around um it's it's crazy it is it is crazy it's tough on them too because they just for sure i know how i know how tough it is when they're in a mood i'm talking about the kids not the wives and (laughs) they just (laughs) it's it's tough to get anything done with just hearing that constant whining following you around yeah and there's different kinds of whining too like because sometimes there's kind of like the like you know the whining or a little bit of like just crying to cry but then there's the screaming which was like last night because that's when it's it's quick to to work on your patience because when you're holding them and they're kind of just being a little bit upset you're kind of rocking them to sleep you're like okay but when they're screaming in your face and nothing's calming them down it's like okay what what now you're not hungry your diaper's clean you should be tired what's up you don't have a fever through the list yeah you just start doing it all but or you it is a lot lack of second nap yeah i well and that's the crazy thing about teeth too we've talked about this (laughs) 
we we talked about the you know the tooth before, but like you get one through and you feel great, and then another one pops in and you deal with it all again. But speaking of naps, Brandon, my second baby fa- or my first baby fact I think for the day is that they say I you around said second baby for a second. Oh no! It was like, like whoa! Baby breaking news! Bam, bam, no, bam, bam, bam. That's weird. I had someone else say something weird at work today too. I feel like that's like a thing all of a sudden. Like I said, oh yeah, when people have kids and they go, oh kids with an S, and I was like, yeah, I'm saying like this expression when people have kids. <laughs> like, I mean, you, I you said second baby. I think that was a little bit more uh, second baby fact corollary. There Anyways, second fact. baby fact. Not the not a second baby fact, but a second baby fact is that around the ten month mark is when they say it might be time to start looking at going down to one nap a day. That doesn't mean you should do it at 10 months. That means that when you can start seeing how your baby is. Are they super tired? Um, still, they would need two naps. If they're not, or if they're starting to resist second naps, such as Bryce, um, they tell you to at least consider or start looking at going down to one nap. Now, I will tell you, Peyton is 10 months old. I don't I can't imagine going down to one nap. I don't know how that would look. Um, I don't even know when we would do it because she's usually tired for her first nap. And she, if she doesn't take a second nap, just like Bryce, things are horrible. So, But nonetheless, that is what they say. Around 10 months is when you're, smart to start to, you're supposed to start looking at taking one nap. But it, So for us, I saw it basically said that it, it would start around that time frame. Um, but you could consider it all the way up to like 15 months. And I definitely don't think that uh, Bryce is ready to be down, especially. I mean, we we get him to take the second naps on, over the weekend. We just got to uh, got to get the grandparents on board. Yeah, you definitely need the grandparents on board. Uh, but I'll, going into switching gears into baby gear, uh, a piece of baby gear that we started using this week, uh, or we actually ordered recently, is in Michigan. It's starting to be fall, starting to get colder, and. The nursery for Peyton is upstairs, and it gets cold up there kind of quick, Brandon. So even if I have the house set on like 70 or something, it'll tend to be like 5 or 6 degrees colder upstairs. So we bought a baby-safe space heater for upstairs. It can be controlled by um, a remote. It can be controlled by time. It is like if you knock it over, it's still safe. Um, basically it's, it's nursery proof and there's a lot of them out there. You can look them up on Amazon and stuff like that, but they're super safe. Um, you you can touch them. So worst case scenario, they're on and you touch them. You're not going to hurt yourself, but it it helps the room be a few degrees warmer, uh, pretty easily. And it's pretty inexpensive. So that's something that we did buy for the nursery, uh, this year, which last year she was in our room most of winter. So this year we like, we know we're going to have to, to get one. So we did. And, and so far it's worked out pretty, pretty well because it can get chilly in her room. Yeah, we, we actually just bought something very similar. It's not uh, as fancy as yours. Uh, we bas- I, I, I'm a little paranoid about space heaters. So we basically we use it while we're, while we're in the room, turn it off, or while we're awake and unplug it. Um, but we, we're to the point where we're considering um, having someone look at the insulation because Bryce's room is right above our garage, and it definitely gets colder than the rest of, the rest of the house. Um, so it's, we, we're trying to figure out if we need that room to be insulated. We also are considering just moving his room completely into our, our guest bedroom. But, um, on my end, um, I actually have one and one honorable mention. So the, the main piece of baby gear, we've kind of talked about these in the past, but I get, I dropped Bryce off in my parents' house today and 
my dad is like super excited and he's like hey bring him out bring him out to the deck i got something for him so we walk out there and there's a radio flyer red wagon sitting there <laughs> and it, it kind of just brought back memories he my dad's super excited to, to give it to him and bryce doesn't know what he's happy about he just sees people smiling and laughing and he's excited and i get a couple pictures today of bryce all bundled up and going on he goes on a walk with his papa every day pretty much and he's he's dragging him along in the in the wagon which was which is pretty sweet peyton has one of those for christmas already purchased so it was it was it was a cool surprise gift um and definitely it was it was was a cute picture that we got i think my dad was more excited than anybody about it uh and then we finally switched uh yesterday to the uh the, the new car seats. So he's, he's there got you the go. forever four and one. I installed three of them, two yesterday, one this morning, uh, one in each of our cars and then one in my, my parents' car. So it's a good thing we got those on sale at Costco because uh, three, three definitely isn't anything to sneeze at, but it does make life a little bit more convenient. And I already like the fact that we're not lugging a, a baby carrier around. How was it to install them? Pretty easy. It, it was super easy. Um, now, I did go with the latch method, um, just w- with what I looked at. Uh, I still got to play around with the, uh, with the what you call it, the the actual uh, strap. But it was getting a little dark outside, and I kind of wanted to get them in there. Um, so we'll, we'll, we'll see which route we ultimately go with. But he's, he's safe for now. There you go. Yeah, it is kind of nice. Macy's got it in her car and just not having to mess with putting her in it, carrying her out. You know what I mean? You just kind of have it right there. It's been it's been good so far. So um, I got to install one, I think, in my mother-in-law's car here in the coming weeks. So we'll see how that goes. That's the Graco Extend to Fit. So I'll let you know if that one was pretty easy to do. But it looks easy. I looked at a couple videos already. So that should be fairly easy, too. Uh, you can put me in one of those things. It looks super comfortable. Yeah. All the padding around like it kind of cup holders and like leg yeah. rests and yeah, cushion and stuff. Yeah, no, it does. It looks pretty yeah. nice. You know what it reminds Actually, me of like those the cup holders. Go ahead. I was gonna say it reminds me of those like massage chairs you see in this, you know, yep. like at the malls and they like surround you like that. That's what it reminds me of. What were you saying about cup holders? Everything everything I looked at because I actually was about to just be like, he doesn't need these cup holders right now and not put them in there. And everything I looked at says make sure you install the cup holders on them. The, I, it may actually have something to do with how they're crash tested and how it could it could affect the structure of it. Hmm. So they spe- they specifically told me in the instructions, and I watched a couple of videos on it to make sure you install the cup holders, which was something I was I was legitimately about to just toss it. And then I, I read through the instructions after we after I finished. I probably should have read them before. Brandon, did you know that this is kind of a random fact here, and this is a little bit of an old fact. I don't know if it's still true, but they said the number one question that people get asked at dealerships on used cars is how many cup holders does that car have? Mm-hmm. Not, actually, not horsepower. We may have the same thing on that. You probably did. Yeah, not horsepower, not safety crash ratings, not accidents, things like that. How many cup holders are in that vehicle? So yeah, manufacturers still continue to get that wrong. Yeah, they'll have like three in there. I will tell you though, yeah. your new truck is good with cup holders because I drove one it today. It is good with truck holders, and it was holders. definitely good with cup holders. So that that was nice there. 
But Brandon, let's get into today's topic. Today's topic's kind of interesting. It's a unique one. It's definitely relevant in today's world, and that is social media as a parent. And uh, I think we'll kind of talk about the good, the bad, and, and kind of maybe in between of what social media means and what how you can use it and how it can hurt you as a parent. So, you know, first kind of the, the good, obviously, we've talked about many times. There's lots of good forums out there, and there's a way to get in touch with parents that have similar interests or going through similar things as you, which is one of the nice things I think about social media. You can join Facebook groups, different social media platforms of parents that have babies literally the exact same age as your kid, which is helpful. Um, you can research things based on you know, parents that like to hike, parents that like to do, you know, certain activities or, um, you know, parents that have military family members, uh, tons of different crazy things that get you in contact with people that don't have to be physically next to you. That has got to be one of the best things and something that I know our parents didn't have. Uh, so that's something I utilize at times. Macy definitely utilizes at times. Um, the negative kind of in that same breath, sometimes those groups can be what people would consider toxic. And you can get people that want to, instead of give, you know, opinions or tell of their experience, they want to give or, or discourage you from doing certain things or act like their opinion is law. They want to kind of um, shame you for doing things differently than the way they view they should be done. And it can, it can kind of get crazy. Um, not as much from what I've noticed on the dad side, but some of these mom pages, Brandon, they're, it's like a soap opera. I'll read, I'll read some of the comments sometimes that Macy shows me and I'm like, who are these people and what is happening right now? Not even because of like their opinions, but just because of how they're attacking people or how they're so like matter of the fact about things. So that, that's kind of the dangers, I guess, of social media. I don't know if you've seen a lot of that. So that actually is, is my number one thing as well. Um, and, and, I looked at it, I completely agree with you on the kind of the negative things you saw, but that's kind of social media in general. If you get, you kind of have groupthink out there, and some people would rather be told an opinion than do the research and, and get it themselves. So um, you have, sometimes you have a lot of misinformation that, that goes out. What I would say is, you should be the person that is the like the buck should stop with you from an inf information standpoint. So um, the the thing that are great about these these um, platforms and I'm going to include Reddit in that. Um, I mean, I don't know if we like our experience would be the same if it wasn't for Kelsey's uh, September 2021 20, uh, bumpers group. Um, I mean, it. She she basically has followed this same group of ladies, and they they you can sign up for these groups. They have them on Reddit specific to you, like your due date, and then they basically close it off so no one else can join. Um, and and you have this group that you're following. I mean, that it's it's super active. I'm actually a member of it as well. And one, everybody as we've mentioned before are always on different timelines. So. Someone will probably have gone through something before you have, uh, and you can. You don't have to necessarily pick someone's brain. You have like real world experiences that are right in front of you, um, and and you can take with that what you do with any type of information. But um, the they definitely have built like camaraderie uh, through the group. Uh, so those are some of the, the positives, and we already said it. Some 
sometimes you can run into uh, some some attitudes and things like that. I, she hasn't shared as much with me there, but some of these Facebook groups, like you said, I think Facebook's a different animal though. Um, it's they're crazy. I mean, it, it's, it's kind of like entertaining. And almost any Facebook group that you would see, though, it's it is entertaining. Um, it's like a guilty pleasure almost to like check on stuff like that. Um, but it's <laughs> that that definitely I would agree with you is is the number one thing. Um, our our ability to kind of mobilize with one like on a topic and be able to get information quickly is probably the the biggest advantage that we have over our previous generation from a parenting standpoint. Yeah. And, and like you said, you kind of mentioned it, but being able to kind of pinpoint a, a topic or pinpoint something you're going through is really nice because you can jump you can even just Google stuff and jump to like these different pages, like these yeah. mom pages or dad pages, parenting pages, and you can read what people have gone through that are going through the same things as you, which I like because sometimes you read, you know, the experts or you read the doctors or you read what seems like an ad or that they're trying to push an agenda almost as opposed to just reading people going through stuff. Because when people are just going through it and telling you what they did, Sometimes, not all the time, but sometimes, and a lot of the time, they're they're just giving you their experience. Hey, this is what we did. It worked yep. for us, or we did this. It did not work for us. Um, or I don't recommend trying this. And that that's helped. And I've done that a lot. You know, like I said, through sleep training, reading about people and their experiences there, or when we've done um, different things with feeding Peyton and, and things like that. If you if you just read what people have done, it can make you feel better because because they're real experiences from real parents, not people that are getting paid to put their opinion out there. So that's definitely helpful. It again, though, has kind of a danger side because if you, you got someone saying they did something, doesn't mean they should have, even if it does work out. And we know sometimes you can do some things and you look back and you go, ooh, probably shouldn't have done that, but it worked out to my benefit. And so you got to be careful. That's why you don't want to just read one story. You want to see a bunch of stories and if they kind of seem similar. Um, and, and you want to you know check the sources, see where they where these people how active are these people like you mentioned kelsey's group you know there's probably parents on there that you're like oh i like a lot of things that they've done and there's other parents that you might be like ah they got some views that are different than our views and that's okay but yeah. you probably know that from from just being active in that group and being able to follow it along so that's that's definitely something that is is good but but has some layers of of um what can be bad yeah another thing for me uh, as a as a positive with kind it could be considered a negative twist is um m- my mom growing up got really big into scrapbooking and we have like really extensive I probably had the most cuz she was like you know, I was her first kid and she just was like really all the firsts happened with me obviously so there's a ton of pictures and these huge books uh, that are really well put together. They looked real good at our open house, and it, it's cool. Like when I brought Kelsey over uh, for the first couple of times, my mom showed her some stuff out of the scrapbook. Um, but really, social media, specifically like Facebook and Instagram, I've seen some people set up accounts specifically in their kid's name just to basically have a digital scrapbook. And it doesn't necessarily have to be that way. You don't have to set up in your kid's name, but you have albums on Facebook. Um, you, you can set specific things up to where you are just, it's something that not only you have, but your kid can go back through and, and look at when they get older and kind of follow their lives, 
really. Now, the downside of that, and kind of preparing for this episode, there does seem to be a, a growing movement of, um, they call it sharing thing, mm-hmm. or like parents, parents oversharing, and then kids getting older, Googling their name, finding images of themselves that their parents shared on social media and being completely against what's, what's been out there. Yeah. I've, I've so, definitely seen that too, you know, and, and I actually have had a couple professors before that have been like almost very against that and have made a point to like say, Oh, I have kids. I'm not going to show you because I don't share any of my kids information. Yeah. And it, it's, it's something where before we had kids, I'm not going to lie. I think I probably told you this. My plan was to like share no pictures of uh, my kid until they were like, I don't know. I don't, I don't even know what I thought in my head, how, how long it was going to be. And then he started doing cute stuff. He came out cute. <laughs> and I'm like, I want the world to see. Right. <laughs> so you do, but I, not, I not just the I world, but like people that decision. like family members and that's exactly and friends that, that don't get to see him very often. You know, like for me, I yep. got some family that doesn't get to see her very often. And, and so it's nice because they're like, Oh, I get to see Peyton. I get to see what she's going through and how she's growing up because I'm not around because I live far away or it's hard for me to get over there. So I think that's one of the nicest things too, is, is you're able to, you know, help family members or close friends that maybe can't be around as much as they want to be experience them growing up, experience what they're going through and, and get to see that. And, and I know it's even nice for me when other people that I don't get to see that often, like my nieces and nephews live a few hours away yeah. and it's nice to see the pictures on social media of them getting older, going, you know, doing Halloween stuff, doing stuff like that. So you still I feel like you're growing other. up with them. Correct. Yeah. And, not, and then it also it prompts conversations too, Brandon. Like, let's talk about that. That's a good thing. Because sometimes I'll see a picture and I'll be like, I need to text them. Or, or, yeah. And it gives you a reason to text them. Like, hey, I saw this picture, you know, remember this one time. Or, hey, how was this event? I saw you guys went to, you know, such and such place. And that's that's also a good reason. Like, I think Macy posted something about us going to Vegas. And then my sister texted me like the next day and was like, oh, I forgot to ask you, how was your trip? You know? But it might have been because she saw that. I don't know. But, mm-hmm. again, it prompts conversations, and it gets people connected, um, you know, that maybe you you're, you didn't think, oh, I should text them or I need to call them. Um, it just makes you think about it twice. And I for sure couldn't remember a birthday if it wasn't for Facebook. Oh, I'll tell you yes. Or my wife. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, she, is, she is very good with She's great with birthdays because I am I'm not great, but I'm always like, when's so-and-so's birthday? And she's like, June 16th. You know, yeah, and it's I'm like, okay. I'm pretty sure she knows my brother's birthday and she's met him like. I got times. that right one time and I was like, isn't it January 2nd? Uh, 5th. Oh, I was close. All right. Was Sorry, close. Jay. Sorry, Brandon's brother. <laughs> <laughs> um, and the, the other thing that I wanted to hit on is like, as parents, we don't have to fear technology. Um, and so when our, when our kids are become of age, um, I've, I've heard some parents say like, they're absolutely like no social media ever basically be out of the house before that happens. Uh, and I do think there is a, a, a succinct waiting period. Um, and your kid needs to be ready, but the way this world is going, you potentially are just going to handicap them. If you're, if you're keeping them away from technology and, and things that socially, it's going to be looked at a little bit differently if they don't know how to use and interact with it. Um, so as much as teaching them how to 
eat and speak well, things like that are important for their development, making sure that they have a, a, a realistic kind of ability to handle themselves socially and digitally is just how the world is going. Um, and the last thing you want to do is really handicap them when it, when it comes to that. To me, that's, that's almost as important as anything else. It's just about laying the right foundation to make sure that they're ready and, and they can ultimately make the decisions for themselves and the right decisions when they're on it. Yeah, and, and so how can you facilitate that as a parent in a healthy way? And I think one of the ways to do that is there's definitely monitors and there's features as a parent that you can set on your kids' social media pages. That's one way. Another way is to limit their screen time. Or, or I know like a lot of people will say, hey, you can have your phones, but once it's bedtime – you can't have your phone. So they're not playing on their phones through the middle of the night or get, you know, digging deep into the dark web of social media. Um, those are some ways. Uh, another thing too, is to make sure that if they have a Facebook account, you're friends with them and you make sure that you can see everything that they do. Or same thing if they have an Instagram account, not that you're commenting on everything, but like they're not doing anything that's, that's shady, if you will. And like you said, Brandon, you don't want to hide them from it. You also don't want them to feel neglected because every other kid has it. Um, but you got to be smart as a parent. And the other thing you got to realize is if you push back too far, they're going to find ways. I mean, it's too easy nowadays, and it's too hard to to totally limit it. And if you do, they're going to find ways, and then it's probably going to be even worse. You know, we've all know those kids that grew up with super strict parents, and then the second they got to college or the second they got away, you know, they went <laughs> they went off the deep end because because they got away. Brandon, you might be one of those kids. I don't know, yeah. but <laughs> you know how you that is. Fresh, you didn't know me freshman year, Jerry. That's true. I didn't say I definitely was one of those kids. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, and speaking of MySpace, I wasn't even allowed to have a MySpace growing up, so it it really came down to. How sneaky could you be? Because best believe I had one. I had a top eight, a top 16, a top 32. <laughs> I was say, you just didn't have enough friends. That's why you didn't have a MySpace. You couldn't fill your top. <laughs> yeah, so it was it was just how could I sneak and have it uh, more than anything else. But um, th- And to me, that's, the, th- that's also a, a good thing with it is there are ways, and you can call this, we can call this what we want. I'm, I'm, I'm going to say it in a way that pro- people are probably going to take offense to I guess but it also makes it pretty easy to kind of spy on your kids more than what my parents had and whatever the whatever the social media platform is at the time that our kids are actually able to use it because it might not be Facebook or Instagram it might be something else but I think it's important as parents to to stay in tune with what is popular download it use it so that you know how to interact with it so it's not necessarily about trying to play gotcha, but making sure that we take advantage of teachable moments with our kids because there there are definitely times looking back that if my parents had a Facebook and had me on there or MySpace and had me on there, that I'm, I may wish that they were, uh, it, it could have got me out of a little bit of trouble growing up. Yeah, you hit my last point right on the head, and that's, you know, social media is going to continue to adapt and evolve and as it adapts and evolves, it's your responsibility as a parent to understand what the new thing is, what the new craze is, um, and, and is it safe for my kid to be on? And if it is, 
how is it safe for them to be on it? And and should I be on it as well, just so I can know what's going on? So, because again, it's going to continue to adapt. There's going to be new things and there's going to be new ways for kids to use it for good, bad, or indifferent. But, you know, too much of anything's bad. So too much social media is definitely bad, um, but probably none at all could potentially be bad as well. As nice as it sounds to say, my kid's never going to be on social media, it's probably not realistic. Or if you're doing it, they're probably not too happy with you and uh, might be on it without you knowing it at that point in time. But hopefully we don't have to worry about that side of social media for at least a while, Brandon, because I don't want to have to deal with that yet. Right now I want to deal with just figuring out how we can get these kids to maybe walk say that they did it, and then they don't have to walk after that for a while. That would be great. <laughs> yes, but, yeah, it sounds like a good place to stop for the day. Uh, we we definitely said both our dad jokes already, so this is kind of odd at the end not having a I dad joke. I, I came up Ooh. with one real quick. Thank, Let's hear it, to Reddit. This may or may not be funny. It's the first one that I saw that it was I okay. like it. So what's the difference between a vegan and a computer programmer? Uh, computer programmer doesn't tell you the second they meet you. well shout out to my in-laws shout out to my (laughs) wife who's a vegetarian because she's gonna listen to this and want to punch you more than she already does (laughs) Uh, what's the difference between a vegan and a computer programmer one is disgusted by a rack of lamb and the other is disgusted by a lack of ram nice i like it I think mine was funny. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Wrap this thing up, Jerry. Uh, all right. Well, if you haven't already, like us on all the social media that we we're talking about. <laughs> Tell all your friends on all the social media we we're talking about. And, uh, you know, ask us any questions. Tell us what you're thinking. We love hearing from each and every single one of you. Um, but until next time, with Brandon, I am Jerry, and you've been listening to Dad Jokes. Dad Jokes.